0: So we are here at the 2018 National Festival in Atlanta, Georgia. And I am Nick Bettis, and I am sitting here with Reverend uh, David Telford.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. All right.
0: And it's been a pretty good festival so far. We are sitting here on, I think it's Wednesday night. So, hey, I appreciate you sitting down and, uh, and talking with me. No problem. And so I'd love just to um, uh, to talk about you and, and what you've been doing. You've been with AOP for a while, and uh, you've started doing some really cool things. Um, And so I just want to talk about that and what your role is here at this festival. So uh, what can you tell us about yourself just uh, before we really start digging into your history? Uh, What's something weird, something funny? Uh, What's something about you?
1: Yeah, so uh, I am originally from Brooklyn, New York, uh, born and raised uh, in the neighborhood of East Flatbush. uh, Proud to be from New York City. Uh, You know, the, the thing that I think is most interesting about me most recently is that I have just come Uh, from spending two years in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, so, you know, so it's a big change from uh, New York. Right? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, a city kid that grew up in Brooklyn uh, went to undergrad in Los Angeles, California, um, and I just came from spending uh, two years in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, I've spent time uh, on farms uh, with real Iowan farmers um, and spending time with uh, congregation members who, you know, who grew up out in the country. Um, it has really opened my eyes uh, to, you know, an incredible part of the country and really really just you know, has shown me what's so amazing about America. So uh, it's been good.
0: That's awesome. Uh, So why don't you go ahead and tell us about how you got hooked up with AOP? Because your story is is a little different from most everybody else. Because most people who start out with AOP, uh, they start out with a festival. They come to a national festival. um, They come to a regional festival. Mm -hmm. uh, But you didn't quite start out that way. So how did you start?
1: Yeah, so it was the summer of 2011. And I was in New Orleans, um, and I always remember this because I turned 21 in New Orleans while I was um, at a, a conference with what was then the Fund for Theological Education. Um, so I'm out there, um, and you know, getting to know some really great people. And while we're there, we hear about this thing called the, uh, you know, um, Academy of Preachers. Um, and, you know, it was amazing to, to be in that space and to hear about this amazing organization and that we were invited to sign up for a preaching camp. Now that is about like the nerdiest thing that you could probably (laughs) think of a preaching camp. Um, but you know, for those of us who love preaching and love the craft and love what it means, um, to embody preaching, we, you know, we jumped at the opportunity. So about, you know, so about 10 of us, uh, came, we were invited um, by Dwight um, and Wendy Holbrook at the time. Um, and some of the folks who are here this week, Mark Jefferson, uh, Uh, Dr. Robinson, um, and then Martha Simmons, who isn't here this week. But those were some of the folks who were the preaching coaches. We were there for about a week. We preached every single day. We came with a sermon and then uh, wrote one every single evening that we were there. And some of the folks who I met at that preaching camp are some of my best friends and colleagues in the ministry now. And I was completely sold on AOP from that moment. Got to know Dwight a um, uh, uh, doctor Moody very well, um, and you know I've been you know hooked up with AOP ever since. Came to the festival that following January in January of 2012. Um, have served um, as a catalyst, uh, you know, in different iterations in different times. So yeah, that was my that was my entry point. It wasn't a festival; it was a preaching camp, which I am hoping, hoping, hoping that they do again. Let's do it. Um, and Absolutely. that I, I I can help.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, I, I saw that this year um, you were selected to be the pastor of. Uh, let me make sure I get the name right. Lafayette Avenue Presbyterian Church. Perfect. Yeah. Right. And no, did, did I see right that that's in New Jersey? Uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Actually. Brooklyn. Totally yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Completely wrong. <laughs> not but too okay. far. Not too far. See, I mean. I'm 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 from like Arizona and right. and lived in Missouri for a little bit. So right, it's all right, right. it's all just the New York area. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well,
1: you know, also though, you know, the tri state area that New Jersey, you know, uh yeah. you know, Philly, Philadelphia and like New York, I mean, you can kinda of fudge the lines a <laughs> little bit. So it's all good. Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: so I, I saw that uh, you know, you weren't just select you know, it and I'm not saying that any church is better than, than any other church, but it right. was an 18 month process right, right. of, of looking for a pastor and uh uh and it's a historic church right. um started in the uh, 19th century by abolitionists Right, right. Uh, great church and they picked you uh, which congratulations appreciate <laughs> you appreciate you man um and uh, i hope your first months in the in the pastorate are going well yeah. um but what i want to know is uh what earlier when we were talking you said that something about AOP clicked with you mm-hmm. so what is it about AOP that clicked with you that led you to um not, not made you be able to do what you're doing, but but how did it help you? You know, how did it, how did it support you and uh, help direct you to where you are now, you know, in in this great pastorate?
1: Yeah. So, you know, um, I'm going to answer this in, you know, you know, in an interesting way, but I'm going to, you know, start, start out with some of the books that are published by AOP, right? So AOP, every single time that we have a national festival, um, you know, uh, we as preachers are invited to submit our sermons that are then, you know, compiled into a compilation um, that, you know, is kind of like this anthology of each year's sermon, right? Right. That is, um, as Dr. Moody likes to say, one of the rarest and unique, co- you know, uh, collections of what young Um, you know, preachers are thinking about in North America in any given year. Right. You you know, you know, you you have this collection of what is um, on our minds and our hearts. um, And, you know, in a day and age where the narrative is that young people, millennials and Generation Z, like we are not in the pews, we're not in the church at all. Here so in and, the pulpit. You, yeah, <laughs> you know, in one place you have a bunch of us yeah. um in the pulpit preaching and you have like these thoughts compiled every year. The reason why I say that is Because, you know, sometimes I do have to pinch myself and think about the fact that I am the eighth installed pastor at this historic church. Right. In one hundred and sixty years that, you know, I am the eighth person chosen. So um, it took me aback when, you know, you know, when I was, uh, you know, chosen and I was grateful. Um, But one of the things that I had to reflect and think about is, you know, the search committee and the church, they were really making a statement um, that in this day and age, when again the narrative is is that we're not even in the pew i think that they were looking out and saying let's let's turn the narrative on its head right. and find a young person who we can actually put in a seat of leadership and the reason why AOP is so important is because It has been the relationships that I have formed in this place. Um, It has been the confidence that I've gained from my peers and the relationships here that have given me, you know, the audacity to, you know, um, to even walk into this role and say, look, I have AOP on my back. I have God on my side. I can really do this. So um, AOP has been instrumental for sure.
0: That's great, and then this year uh, at this festival, the again we're here at the 2018 National Festival in Atlanta, Georgia. It's going to be here in Atlanta again in 2019. For those of you listening, sign up, come preach. It's going to be come awesome. Come through, come through. Yeah, David might be here to say hi. Yeah, yeah, Who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but at this festival, uh, uh, you are serving as um, a gospel catalyst, right? Uh, which is, um, you know, one of those. It's a really millennial, you know, kind of like buzzword to, you know, give a title, you know, something something that sounds like really fancy and you don't (laughs) actually know what it is by its title. Right. So. So what are you doing here? You know, so but you're a participant, you're you are preaching. Right. um, You know, you are a normal person here. But what is uh, what does it mean that you are also a catalyst,
1: yeah. So, so um, I'm actually going to go back before the festival, but then talk about what I'm going to, you know, you know, what we're doing okay. here. Before the festival, um, you know, the role of the gospel catalyst is really to be um, a regional representative and advocate uh, for the festival. So, it is our job, no matter where we are in the country, uh, to make sure that we are always uh, talking about AOP and getting um, churches and young people excited about the mission of AOP, uh, you know, like wherever we are, um, and it is a gift that I am now in New York City. Um, I am, yeah. uh, you know, in you know in in the heart of an amazing borough. We have seminaries like Union Theological Seminary and Princeton, you know, and um, NYTS. Some great places where I think we really will be able to tap in to all the amazing energy um, and really bring some folks to AOP and you know really really get it on and popping in that part of the country. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, um, in terms of you know what we're doing here at the festival, we are um, really here uh, to not only continue to benefit from being in this atmosphere and getting to know one another. But one of the great things about being a catalyst is we are invited to be, um, you know, mentors for some of the younger preachers who are coming in after us. Right. We we remember what it was like coming in that first year. Oh, yeah. um, you know, you know, uh, some of us, you know, had seen a few of the YouTube videos, a few, you know, a, a few months prior. So
0: we're coming in nervous. We don't know. We have no we, idea what I thought it was a competition <laughs> before my first year. I right, thought I right. came to this thing. You know, I was I was like 19 or something. and I was right. puffed up. I'm like, I'm going to win this thing. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) and that is the farthest thing from what it is
1: right right yeah you know so you really don't know what to expect so you walk in and you know we are uh we are holding preaching circles so everyone who comes to the festival you have a preaching circle
0: right and and going what's a preaching
1: circle yeah so you come in and you have like this um you know built-in community for you here at the festival we show up To your session when you're preaching. So you always have at least eight folks in the room. So you'll never be, you know, preaching to an empty room. And then you'll also make sure that you have some folks who are here to journey with you over the course of the week. And what I like to do in my preaching circle is we try to, you know, digest the day a little bit, right? What is God saying to you through the sermons that you're hearing? What questions are coming up for you? Because we're all coming to this thing at different stages in our lives, right? So we have folks in my preaching circle, one person is on staff as an um, as an associate minister somewhere, someone is in school, someone is discerning a call to preach, you know, so we have people who are, you know, coming from this, um, you know, coming to this from all different yeah, angles. we've got high
0: school to 30 year olds here. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. it's amazing, it's
1: amazing. And that 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 diversity of age and life stage is reflected in this you know, preaching group. So my job as Catalyst is to you know, really be facilitator, right? And I'm part of the conversation adding my own experience, but it really is to curate a space where we all can kind of share what we're going through and what we're getting from this experience.
0: That's great. Okay, so how have your sermons gone so far at the other festivals? Like, do you think they went good? Have you uh, had any like late night writing sessions? <laughs> like, I know because you've been in a few other ones. Yeah. Uh, in any any good mistakes that we can find on YouTube?
1: <laughs> any good mistakes? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I will. I will say kind of um, what what has changed over the years and definitely point you to one sermon that I hope stays on YouTube for the rest of my life because it will humble me for the, <laughs> you know, you know for the rest of my days. But my my preaching uh, preparation um, has definitely changed as I've gotten older and as I've gone through ministry. Right. So when I was first coming to the festival, you know, you're nervous, you really don't know kind of, you know, what to expect. And invariably, what's going to happen your first year, I'm just going to let you know, is you're going to come with this sermon that you think is a, you know, you know, it's a hit. It's going to bless everybody. And then you, um, as Mark Jefferson likes to say, you're going to hear someone preach that reminds you you are not doing anything in the pulpit. Right. You know, someone who just reminds you.
0: I "I had that today. man. I. I, I heard, I think, four preachers in a row today that yeah. just blew me out of the water and yeah. just reminded me that, I you know, I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and we all need that. We all need to be yeah. knocked down a few pegs.
1: Um, but, you know— what happens is that you know you then might go to your room and try to work on your sermon a little bit more, change things around, you know, um, and then that I think happened like the first few times I was here. Um, but you know, this go around, I think once you get a few festivals under your belt, um, and then you also um, you know mature in your call and maybe get to a professional stage in right. you know in preaching, um, things things change a little bit, um, and you know you just have a lot more fun, you know, as you prepare sermons. So you know this this year as I prepared uh, to to preach I had the most fun preparing my sermon um, and it was exciting to get to preach it here as well so so that was pretty amazing now on to the embarrassing moment so um, I was at a regional festival so you know AOP has these regional festivals right. where we team up with institutions um, in different
0: regions right so if they're out if you're out there listening and you don't have you know if you're farther away and and you don't come to the national festival or you know you're not sure about it or you know be looking out on our website Academy of preachers We have regional festivals throughout the year and you can come to them commercial over continue David
1: (laughs) (laughs) Listen I mean regional festivals will bless your life Um, I've been to them in uh, New York um, as well as uh, in Cambridge Massachusetts at Harvard Divinity School So I'm at Harvard one year you know preaching um, and I am preaching a sermon entitled For Our Grandmothers. And the you know, gist of the sermon was you know, really uh, thanking God for all of um, the, the women who have poured into our lives um, and thanking, um, thanking them you know, for you know, making it possible for, for us to be here. So at the end of my sermon, um, and I was pulling from uh, the first chapter of Luke, kind of like uh, Mary going to Elizabeth and Elizabeth pouring into Mary, um, I wanted to, you know, pay homage to all of the grandmothers, all of the mother figures right. in the Bible. So I go all the way back to Eve and I walk through history. I'm I'm walking from Eve. I'm walking through history. And, you know, in terms of the Bible, I end up um, with with Mary um, and Lydia, um, you know, from the letters and. I'm walking through. Then I jump to the civil rights era, and I'm walking through a few of the heroes of the civil rights era. And I just, I'm preaching with no notes, and I just start fumbling through the names. Right? Oh, you know.
0: No. Wait, you wait, you you preached a list of names with no notes.
1: With no notes. With no notes. That's real smart. No. Yeah, well, well, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so. You know, so there are obviously techniques <laughs> that you can use. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, you thought I, you were good. <laughs> I, listen, I thought I was something. You know, <laughs> uh, if you want it, you know, if you ever want to be humbled, you know, you just, uh, you know, you just tell God how good you are. Um, but you know, I'm I'm in that moment and I'm stumbling over uh, the name of, of Mary McLeod Bethune. Um, and I, I would too, I'm not yeah, really sure what you just said. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, you know, she is, um, you know, uh, an educator, an uh, activist, this bad, bad, bad wow. woman, yeah. um, you know, who is just incredible. Um, you know, in the fact that she uh, has been able to open uh, doors of education for so many people, but I stumbled over her name. Um, and it was like this moment where, um, I knew exactly when it happened that, you know, like, you know, like there was really no, you know, like, you know, like no coming back from it. And, um, but it was, it was this humbling moment. And at the same time, you know what was amazing about that room? I remember that moment. No one, no one, you know, fell out, nobody like started laughing. It was like this really supportive, supportive yep. place, and everybody knew that I had no notes up there, so they were just yep. like, Man, you know, it's all good, this you is know, the place to mess up, exactly. You know, you
0: know, that's what we're here for, is we are here to, uh, you know, support young preachers and to. You know just I mean that's part of what the the preaching circle is one of the ones that you lead is this whole thing this is the place to experiment this is the right. place to figure out you know what is God calling you to you know is preaching a part of that right and to kind of discover um for some people that God has gifted them with preaching right um and but even though you've been gifted you're gonna mess up and this is yeah. this is probably the best place to do it
1: exactly exactly and to be in a place where you are supported, a place where you know um, that you can experiment, you can step outside of the box and not feel the pressure of a Sunday morning somewhere, oh, yeah. you know, um, it really it really is life-giving. So that was one of the moments that I look back on. I laugh. I cringe. Um, but it also gives me hope because I know that um, I grew from that experience.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, David, uh, thank you so much for sitting down and talking with me. Um, I know we're busy here. It is late at night here in Atlanta. Yeah. I've still got to write my sermon and <laughs> you got stuff to do. Right. Uh, where can people reach out? Where can they connect with you online to, to see more of what you're doing?
1: Sure, sure, sure. So uh, one of the first places I would invite you to, to find me is on Twitter. You can find me at David F. Telfort. Um, That's my handle, uh, T-E-L-F-O-R-T. That's my last name. You can find me real easy. And then also, lapcbrooklyn.org. We uh, are a congregation. We have uh, my sermons are published online. And you can definitely find me on Twitter, you know, tweet at me. Um, Our congregation members often uh, will tweet during my sermon so you can kind of find out what we're doing each Sunday at 11. And come check us out if you are ever in New York City, Fort Greene, Brooklyn. Uh, It's a happening place right now. We would love to worship with you and meet you.
0: All right, fantastic. David, thank you again. And a reminder for everybody out there, if you are interested in the Academy of Preachers, if you think that you might have a call to preaching on your life, you just want to find out, you just want to learn more about preaching, whatever, Go to our website at academyofpreachers.net. And if you want to learn more about the festival, go to nationalfestivalofyoungpreachers.org and check us out, the Academy of Preachers, on Facebook and on Twitter. All right, everybody, have a good day. Hope you enjoyed it.